Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 16 about Titusville. The Florida Travel Podcast is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. And this week's episode is sponsored by Original Disnerd. Original Disnerd brings the classics back to you, back for you to wear. Find retro and classic tees featuring Disney parks nostalgia such as River Country, The Great Movie Ride, and the original Mickey Bars. They also have fun takes on classic rides such as Peter Pan's Flight and the Pirates of the Caribbean. You won't find these fun and original tees anywhere else, and if you're a Florida local, you'll appreciate the history behind Original Disnerd's designs. Visit OriginalDisnerd.com to start shopping for your next Florida vacation. This week, we're going to talk about Titusville and the Space Coast. Christina, before we talk about Titusville and the Space Coast, do you know that all of our coasts have names? I did. <laughs> Look at you, Florida local. <laughs> our Florida tip of the week, this is especially for those out-of-state residents. Residents? They're not residents if they're out-of-state. They're residents where they are. <laughs> Our out-of-state visitors, you might hear different areas referred to as different names of the coast. So this week we're covering the Space Coast, which includes Titusville, Cocoa Beach, Melbourne, Port Canaveral, and a few other cities. And it's called the Space Coast because if you listen to our last episode, Kennedy Space Center and the rockets launch from the Space Coast. Uh, All throughout Florida, each coastal area has a name. So if you're not from Florida, you may not know that when someone's talking about Treasure Coast, they're talking about St. Lucie and Martin County, or the first coast is St. Augustine, Sun Coast. St. Petersburg, Clearwater. That's where you grew up. That's where I grew up. (laughs) So if you, uh, we have a link in our show notes that have the list of coasts of Florida, but sometimes if you're looking to travel to those areas, you might want to do like visit Space Coast to learn more. And speaking of coasts. Yes. Don't forget your sunscreen. Good tip. I know that's a good tip for the coasts. (laughs) So last week we talked about Kennedy Space Center, which is located on Merritt Island in Titusville. So I thought we'd go through, and since we've both been to Titusville in different capacities recently, I thought we would talk a little bit more about what to do in the area. I think Titusville is kind of cool because it's easily a easy drive from the Disney area. So if you're visiting Disney, Titusville is a perfect one day trip. When I was in college, it was the go-to place. I spent pretty much every week during the summer trying to get out there and it, you know, I went to UCF. So oh, it was super a super easy yeah. drive from UCF. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, so let's talk a little bit. Um, so Titusville, for those of you who are not familiar with the area, it is directly west of or no west east east. <laughs> Good Tanya. East, Good Tanya. Nope. East of Orlando. Tanya will be having a geography lesson right after this. <laughs> That's a good idea, especially <laughs> since we talk all about the geography of Florida, right? <laughs> Directly east of Orlando on the Atlantic coast. Good job. You knew the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about some things to do there. So we talked a little bit about Kennedy Space Center. Just to recap, Kennedy, um, the visitor center is located in the Titusville area because that is the home of where we launch rockets and space shuttles. and All all things space. All things space, not just NASA. 
And it's not just for space nuts. See previous episode. (laughs) Do you know why they decided to pick that area to launch the rockets? I I did at one time know that, but I don't think I remember at the moment. I think so. We know that, you know, mission control is in Houston. Um, We know that Houston, we have problems. (laughs) (laughs) But when we, when we, (laughs) oh, I lost her. Okay, I'm good. (laughs) When they decided to do the space program, they know that when the trajectory of the rocket has to go east to break the atmosphere, and if something were to happen, they didn't want something to happen over land. So Florida provides the weather. It provides that location where if you're launching from there, you're heading over the ocean. Mm. You're not going to have something fall off and land on somebody's house. And they bought up a lot of that area and a lot of it, and we'll talk about it a little bit later, but a lot of it is now um, preserves that NASA started and are now national preserves and national seashores, as we talked about on our national parks episode. That seems like really good planning that probably everyone should think of, but I did not. (laughs) It it, it is. And I, what I think the the benefit of that at that time when they bought all this land was there was nobody out there. Yeah. There was no Disney at that time. People did come to Florida, but they weren't coming to Titusville necessarily. So they had this spot where they could build up the uh, space program. And now there's Kennedy Space Center. Mm-hmm. What else is there to do in Titusville? Gosh, of course there's kayaking. Of course we're going to talk about kayaking. Yeah, we both just took an amazing kayaking adventure over there. Um, We did the sunset and bioluminescence tour. That's not the only kayaking that you can do there, but because it's the ocean, it's a different experience. It is a different experience. And they do have the intercoastal. So we did, we were on Mm -hmm. the Indian River Mosquito Lagoon area. Not necessarily. We didn't have any mosquitoes when we went. Fortunately. No, we didn't. We didn't experience. There that is. Either. There's daytime kayaking. There's manatee and dolphin tours that you can take through kayaking. We went with BK Adventures. Can I just tell you, I I I will never forget the fact that my arm looked like glitter. It was <laughs> so cool. Bioluminescence tours. We did the one that we did was sort of the crossover between the jellies, the comb jellies, right, and the upcoming season of the bioluminescence. Plankton. Plankton, right. So there's a little bit of a difference. Both of them glow yeah, at it, night. It was amazing. We had gone, so Christina and I both went separately. I went with my family and she went with her husband. I think we were three days apart. Yeah, you went on Tuesday, I went on Friday. And we saw a lot of the comb jellies. I did not see a lot of plankton we went on opposite sides of the moon the the new moon right close yeah i think we were there it was pitch black yeah you were there like the the day or so before and we were there the like the The day day or so after after. right so the new moon it does they 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 said that's the perfect time to go when you're right in that week because it's the darker it is the more you will see that's true that's a good point too so if you're making reservations with bk adventure or any other bioluminescent tour look at the moon schedule Definitely look at the moon schedule. So the the sunset tour, you go out to this island, was it Bird Island? Bird Island. And there were, 
I'm, I want to say a thousand birds out there. Oh, hundreds. Hundred, I have never seen so many white no, pelicans and they just in sit my there. life. <laughs> they just sit there and they look off and they're on this little island. It was really cool. And the pink... Uh, the roseate spoonbills. Yes. They, favorite. they were like, these are not flamingos because they kind of look, resemble they a flamingo. They just have that yeah, pink they're color. Pink, but they are so beautiful and they're all over. I got tons of pictures of those. We had a great sunset. I know your sunset wasn't... Our sunset was cloudy, but that's okay. Yeah, it was, it was still beautiful. We still saw a massive amount of birds. And this little island that they take you to, it's protected. So you can't, you can't, you can't even paddle certain areas. They have it um, marked off with stakes in the water. You're not supposed to paddle on one side of those. Right. So that it is protected. That's why all the birds congregate, flock there even. Yeah, they flock very, there. Uh, that one's not as funny. You won't get me by that one. I think I... <laughs> I think I lost all the funny now. It's, oh, it's okay. out. You got me with Houston. Then the bioluminescent. I think even if you don't see the glow in the dark, the plankton or the moon jellies, if you go during a new moon where there is no moon in the sky or no light from the moon, oh, it in was the sky, surreal to be out there in so the pitch black. Dark. It's pitch black. You're with guides. You are, you do have uh, lights. It's like on a your glowing vest. light as opposed to a light light because they don't want to ruin the experience by lighting everything up, but you kind of have this little glowing thing on your vest. And you're kayaking down a canal, so the waters are relatively calm. I kept looking up. I was amazed. I'm looking up as I'm even saying this too. So many stars in the sky. You could see, you could literally see the Milky Way. Yeah. Um, something, highly recommend something really cool that happened with our group was we were going down the canal. Um, there's these, they, you go down this main canal and you sort of branch off on the side a little bit and they take you into these little lagoon areas. Yeah. Mangroves. Yeah. So, so we're going waters, down and to, mazes. As, it is a maze and I would definitely not recommend doing it on your own. No. Um, it was, or do it during the daylight. Oh yeah. It, during the, it, but it's, it's confusing and it's dark and, and, we're, so as Tanya mentioned, it's pitch black and we're going along and, and all of a sudden we heard this sound. I, I'm not kidding. It sounded like a whale. It was a dolphin, <laughs> but it came out but of the water that. and yeah, and it scared the living lights out of us because it was pitch black during the day. That would have never scared me, but I didn't, couldn't see anything. And so we, so we got the dolphin experience. And then in one of those little side little lagoon type areas you could explore all around they were they were scooping up the comb jellies and such and we're sitting there and all of a sudden you this super loud sound came up out of the water water rushed everywhere and there was a manatee oh that's incredible and they told us in that area they hung out because it was nice in there and and, but um the manatee got lucky we didn't see any manatees or dolphins scared the living lights out of this girl i thought she was going to jump out of her (laughs) kayak she screamed so loud because it came up right next to her boat (laughs) i actually had a conversation with a friend of mine yesterday because we're talking about kayaking somewhere and she says what do you do if a gator bites your boat i said well a you bite it back no you really don't but i said i'm more afraid of the dolphins and the manatees coming up under your boat right because they could tip you i did not even think about that i was more like you you hear sounds and you you feel like you're sitting in a pitch black room so needless to say, I wouldn't want to have one of those come up underneath my boat. No, exactly. I'm more, I mean, it's amazing to see them. They're not harmful. They're just playful. I'll be honest. I did not think about any crocodiles or any of this brackish water there because it's part Indian River and part Atlantic Ocean. Ocean right. So the salt 
and fresh water combined. You're not going to see. Ooh, I just got my homeschool moment of the week. What is <laughs> brackish water? There you go. Okay. You learned there, something new. Thank and Tanya you. knows now which is east and west. I, <laughs> other things you can do in Titusville, they do have a lot of history trails. Uh, there is a spacewalk where you can you don't have to go to Kennedy to learn all about the different things that happened and the different events that happened in Titusville uh, that l- was part of the space program. So that's a neat thing to do too. look for the spacewalk. The Brevard Zoo is not too far from Titusville. Did you know, since we were just talking about kayaking, that you can kayak at the Brevard Zoo? Yeah, I, they actually have adventure tours at the zoo. How, how cool is it? I had no idea about... I've been to the Brevard Zoo, but it has changed since I've been there, which was... I, I was like, whoa, I kind of want to go back now. I want to kayak yeah. where I could be kayaking along the water and look up and see, oh, there's a giraffe. And that's what the picture shows. It does. It shows someone <laughs> sitting in their kayak with a giraffe over their head. It's very cool. Probably the closest to an African explore, exploration expedition that we would ever get right, to. Right, like going down the Amazon River. <laughs> that's not in Africa. I know it's not in Africa. It was a separate <laughs> statement. More geography. More geography, yeah. <laughs> Later on the Florida Travel Pod. <laughs> Check the show notes for your geography lessons of the day. Have you been to the Exploration Tower? Um, I've seen it and we were there and we went up to it, but we did not go in. What I thought was really neat was, A, this looks very much like a space age tower. So it's perfect in that Titusville area. Mm -hmm. There are seven floors of exhibits, interactive play. You can view Port Canaveral. You can see the cruise ships. It is really a cool looking like, what did you just say? Space age. Yeah. (laughs) Space age building. It's a neat, neat little tower. So look up Exploration Tower as a place to visit when you're in Titusville. If you enjoy the space age and you enjoy flight, they have a warbird museum. Yeah, I I think that's a really neat uh, historical place because it's 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 exactly what it it sounds like warbird. Like, have you been? I've seen it. Yeah, okay. I think that's definitely a place your your son would like. I know he would, and he has not been there. But it's um, I don't want to say a graveyard for for the warplanes, but that's basically what it is. They you can see them. Yard. Yeah, you can walk through and look at them, and um, and I know um, I. I think I saw that they do events there too. Oh, yeah. How cool would that be? I think they do. I'm going to pull that up. Okay, you do that. I'm going to talk about the nature trails. So we talked a little bit about how there is the Merritt Island Nature Preserve. You have the Merritt Island Refuge, which offers ranger-led interpretive programs and activities. There's self-guided tours, a variety of programs and activities such as the uh, Space Coast Birding and Wildlife Festival. Yeah. So if you like to bird, if you like to, is that the thing? Is that what we call it? Birding. It's called birding. Okay. If you are. But I know there's a more technical term and it sounds like AV something. Oh, oh, sure. Aviarius. Something like that. (laughs) Uh, If you like bird watching what a great festival and wildlife festival to go to it's a perfect place for that because as we said bird island you can't get more birds than that um there is um 
there is a nature park that we went to, and I'm going to pull this up because I don't have it in front of me here, but we did this nature trail. And this nature trail was really neat because it was one of those interactive. You could tell that they bring it there for, um, they bring school events there and it is, has a historical old home. And I, um, we walked through, oh, it's Sam's house at Pine Island. It's an easy trail. It's marshy, tropical forest, but it has this really neat history of the area. So we saw what the giant sloths would look like that had roamed this area. Did you know that's my favorite animal? A giant sloth or just a regular sloth? A sloth. (laughs) Why is that your favorite animal? Well, one of the first things I ever did with my husband, he took me to... um, I got to hold a sloth. Oh, that's so cool. (laughs) One of the first big things we ever did together. We'll have to talk about where you can do that because there is definitely a couple places in Florida that you can do that. Uh, But Sam's house on Pine Island was really nice. It was just a great way to end our trip to Titusville that we went to recently, um, learn a little bit about the history of the area and how it's not just space history. We talked about on the last episode, the history of the Space Coast. Obviously, it's so much more than that as well. Um, you have Launch Complex 34 Memorial on here. It's ju- it is just a memorial, but it's, um, so the, it's abandoned, uh, an abandoned launch complex, and it's dedicated to preserving the memory of the three astronauts who perished in the fire at oh. that site in 1967. So there was a, there was a fire that was relating to a launch and, okay. um, and they died, so they made that into a memorial for them. So you can go, and it's a really neat little place. What a, Yeah, what a neat place. I didn't know that there was an abandoned launch site. Me either. That's really cool, too. So if you want to get to, like, right into a launch site, you can right. go to this abandoned one. And yeah, and it's, it's from 1967, so, you know, back in the, yeah. those early early days. Yeah. Let's talk about a couple of places to eat. I, I'm going to, um, I'm going to go to the second one on the list first. Oh my gosh. I, I am sunshine bread company. Just please tell me about all the bread and what they've got. All the bread, all the bread and all the coffee too. We had gone to sunshine bread company, uh, not on our most recent trip, but I met a friend of mine out there for coffee. They have such a delightful little space. It's bright and yellow, like sunshine would be. <laughs> Good time. They have loads and loads of bread and baked goods and, um, I mean, just delicious pastries to eat, but they have really good coffee too. And they're right downtown Titusville. Do they serve any, is it like, would they have like bread bowls with soups or anything like that? Or is it just a bakery with coffee? I believe it's just a bakery, but I'm going to take a look um, at their menu real quick because when I went, it was just for breakfast. So I wasn't looking for bread bowls. I'm just curious because I'm imagining like, you know, broccoli and cheese soup and a giant bread bowl. But imagine really good deli sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they do have sandwiches. They do have food. It's a food place. Yeah, you can go. And they do have, so you could do soup and sandwiches. Okay. They do have soup. Um, You could have lunch. You can have breakfast there. We went for breakfast. You could have breakfast. You could have lunch. Uh, they have, it looks like they even have daily specials on their soup. And like I said, I thought the coffee was really, really good when we went there and it was, it was a nice place. Um, it, it was a nice place to hang out. Yeah. They have this huge upstairs that has lots of seating. So we really enjoyed, uh, visiting sun, sunrise, sun, 
company. Sunshine. Sunrise. Sun- you know, did I write Sunshine? It uh, Sunrise. Oh, is it Sunrise? It is Sunrise. Okay. Yes. Sunrise Bread Company. Sunrise. I will link that in the show notes and make sure Thank to put you. a big asterisk that says, Tanya said it wrong. <laughs> I did say it wrong. It's Sunrise. I, you know. Look at you being all human. <laughs> we each get our, our, our episodes, moments. right? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's multiple between both of us in one episode. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You, you forgot re- one. You ready to go on to the next one? The next place to eat? The next place to eat? Go, go, it's- go, go. Run with it, Tanya. <laughs> I can't wait. We Where are we at 20 minutes in? <laughs> so excited to find Playa Linda Brewing Company. Yay, we did it. <laughs> Playa Linda Brewing Company has two locations. We went to the Bricks Project, B-R-I-X, <laughs> when we were there. They also have a hardware store. I I knew that. I'm like, what does this mean? Playa Linda hardware. What the heck? <laughs> That's now, it's okay. because you're going back to Titusville area in a couple of weeks, yeah. right? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> go I, check I'm out actually the going this weekend. Oh, is it this weekend? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the um, Playa Linda Brewing Company is uh, their local brewery. They have all kinds of flavors there. But I promised you on the last episode, I was going to talk about key lime beer. Yes, you did. They have key lime beer and they rim the glass with whipped cream. Okay. Can you tell me something about, you know, I, everybody at this point should know Christina likes beer that tastes like beer. <laughs> so when you say key lime beer, I'm imagining the taste of beer with a hint of key lime and it literally makes me just want to, you know. No, it was, it was, it was sweeter than that. It was more, I don't want to say it was more like a sour because a sour to me is, don't, Prefer makes my face yeah. pucker. I'm not, I'm not, I don't care as much for the sour. So would you call it more like a, um, seltzer flavored soda, a uh, soda, soda, beer, <laughs> so whatever, you know, beer with the soda, with the, with the bubbles, it tastes more like key lime or does it really have that beery sensation to it? It tastes like key lime pie in a glass. Okay, um, then, you know that might be something I, we're going there. I'm, I'm going to have to stop by there. We'll go on our way home. I will tell you what I thought was, but I sent you the picture Mm -hmm. and you said it looked like shaving cream. It did. On my glass. (laughs) Because it was like, it wasn't just like a little, it was all over it. It's like they dunk it in there. It was, it was, and I would never imagine whipped cream with beer. That sounds gross. See, even you can get on board with that. (laughs) That one sounds gross. However, it was delicious it like i said the taste of like key lime pie in a glass what was nice about the whipped cream is it cut the tartness okay a little bit yeah okay they have all kinds of beers my husband got a flight they have um your typical ipas they have um blondes reds uh, lots of variety it's a it's a big Mm. location the do they have brunettes (laughs) no i'm sorry they don't well i mean they do have stouts that's oh, there you go. That's brown. Yeah. Beer, right? uh, however, they also had food. We had burgers. We had flatbreads. We had uh, sandwiches, like good, you know, grilled deli sandwiches there. The food was delicious. Again, we talk about you don't go to a brewery just for the beer. You mm. can go for the food. The food is usually amazing. Really enjoyed Playa Linda Brewing Company. I can't wait to go back. Awesome. So where can we stay in Titus, Titusville. Well, I think in Titusville, I think the next couple of these are going to be really your forte. Mm-hmm. There are your standard hotels. I didn't find anything that was incredibly, 
like as far as Titusville goes, I didn't find too many um, things that stood out to me. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about camping. So we've camped at Jetty Park. I know I've mentioned this in our previous camping episode. Um, Jetty Park is a campground that has cabins, which I might add, if you're looking at campgrounds in an area, you if you don't have a camper, you can always look into doing RV share or if they have cabins. Um, just because you don't have a camper doesn't mean you can't go to a campground. And campgrounds are so very reasonably priced for lodging and usually have a good amount of uh, resort style things going between events and facilities and amenities. But Jetty Park is located right next to a beach. And um, there's also a pier there. There's a fishing pier. There's a beach. There's activities in the area. It is, um, it's actually... Um, basically right um, inside of a gate. So you walk out the gate and you can go to the pier. You can go to the beach and you can, you know, play all day and come back and be at the campground. Is Jetty Park part of Canaveral National Seashore? Uh, Yes. Okay. Yes. So when you're talking about a gate, you're going into the National Seashore Jetty Park. Park. Jetty Park is a state park. Okay. It's a state park Mm -hmm. next to the National. National, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, and, and the thing about Jetty that we liked so much was it's, it's a, um, I'm not calling it cheap because of the style of the park. I'm calling it's, it was like $25 a night to camp there in our camper. Inexpensive yeah, is the right that's word. That's the right word. Thank you for my grammar <laughs> check today. Um, but like right next to our campsite was a cabin, a small efficiency. So you type can cabin. camp without mm-hmm. have even having to rent from outdoorsy or RV share. Right. Perfect. Right. Yeah, and it's a and it's very it's got a bathhouse right outside. I mean, there's there's bathhouses there, but if you're going to the beach, you go out that gate, and there's there's showers, there's bathrooms right next to the beach there too. So perfect. Mm-hmm. Have you camped in Canaveral National Seashore? No, I've seen that you can do like the backcountry camping. This is with yeah. you know tent camping. Nope, out there. I have not done that, but boy, that is some hardcore primitive camping right there. That is, and I think you even have to trek your stuff in. You do, and there's no bathrooms. Yes, correct. Nature is your bathroom. Yes, so you have to plan accordingly. But uh, you know, people love that, and can you imagine? We're talking, you know, rustic. We're talking oh, yeah. off but the grid. We talked about the amount of stars we could see mm-hmm. when we were kayaking. Can you imagine what you can see nightly if you are camping out on Canaveral National I think Seashore? you have to take a kayak to get there, too. You might have mm-hmm. to. There are, there are a couple or, places a couple like of that the places. in Florida. Yeah. Anywhere else that you have to recommend in Titusville? I'm going to say looking at places like like Viator for attractions. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. You should base where you're staying off of what you want to do out there. Exactly. If you want a hotel, they have hotels. If you want a B&B, there are B&Bs. Cocoa Beach is not all that far from Titusville. If you want to stay on Cocoa Beach, there's plenty of places to stay there. I have to say, because it's the beach atmosphere, and you, if you don't have the camper, RV share is the way to go. Because back. Yeah, it is. It's, a, it's just that kind of a place. You just want to dive out there in nature and just let it soak it all in, get, get the open skies, light a campfire, you know. Yes. Oh, nature. Yeah. I love it. Okay, let's talk about our featured Florida product of the week. 
Each week, we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. And this week's featured product is Hale Groves Citrus Baskets. How have we not talked about buying citrus in Florida? I have a feeling it's because we assumed everybody knew that there was citrus in Florida. <laughs> that, we, that is our national, our state flower, yeah. right, is the citrus flower. Uh, Hale Groves does gift backs gift baskets and boxes. They have monthly fruit clubs and they have a slew of Florida favorites, including marmalades, chocolate oranges, and more. I can remember my grandma getting catalogs. When I was a kid growing up in Michigan, I remember that was a thing. You got these catalogs that had all these orange fruit baskets fresh from Florida. And when I was a kid, I didn't think about, you know, I don't think about that that often now. I don't think about gift baskets and boxes full of oranges because they're right around, they're the, right corner. around the corner. <laughs> However, these, uh, thankfully, Hale Groves still sell these orange baskets and they still exist. I think it makes a really cool gift. And you don't know what you're missing until you have one and they're and you're like, whoa, I didn't realize how many cool things there were in, in Florida Citrus. Exactly. So check out hailgroves.com for more uh, information. Awesome. Where can we find the Florida Travel Pod? Florida Travel Pod can be found on Facebook and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod. You can find all the things that we talked about in two locations. Find Every bit of link and information in the show notes. Please read your show notes. I promise you there's information in there you may have missed. Um, and it's in your podcast player. And you can also visit floridatravelpod.com slash blog for the full details. You can also reach out to us by sending an email to hello at floridatravelpod.com. You can support us by leaving a review on your favorite podcast player. This helps others discover our content. Additionally, you can support us on Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod. Our supporters will get shout outs, postcards, stickers, and more depending on your level of support. Plus, we'll have some surprises along the way. Maybe like a citrus basket. Who knows? Your support allows us to give you the best content from the Sunshine State. That's it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>